as I've always said, relationships ain't easy. Welcome to the show. I like to thank everyone that has been uh, supporting me, uh, family and friends, uh, for joining the show. And I really appreciate your support, and I hope you keep listening. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we'll be covering that sometimes people think they know everything. In this case, I would say, stop being a specialist. I mean, think about it again if you want to become a specialist. Your specialization in one single area may serve to seriously disappoint you in life. Before I began my career in the mediation field, I had no clear idea how extremely connected we are as human beings. Neighbors, county residents, constituents, and citizens. By paying more attention to each court case, I slowly begin to learn how each individual conflict impacts another and certainly how it is all linked together. You see, people coexist in the world with each other where their conflicts, their problems, and their differences will always likely make an unanticipated appearance. Now, what's important, however, is that we learn how to negotiate successfully and effectively, managing our daily problems with others' input. I'll say it again, with others' input. As John F. Kennedy said, let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. Hmm. You see, the generalist assumes as the specialist too seldom does that he is having a conversation with people no less intelligent than himself, but highly trained in other areas. Therefore, a generalist is someone with a keener than average intelligence of how much less he really knows and how there is so much more to be ignorant about. He knows it's just not practical and more highly impossible to predict any kinds of outcomes. Therefore, we might be able to successfully persuade someone down a better path or smooth a road transition. But we can't know for sure if they will take our advice or what's about to happen either way. In this way, I think specialization 
is decidedly much different from negotiating because there's no room for an expert opinion. If a specialist is someone who truly knows less and less about more and more, maybe I decidedly do not need one. Maybe I need someone who will listen. This is what truly frustrates everyone in their meetings and negotiations. Finding someone in the room who doesn't confess to have a PhD or a specialization. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to have a specialization, but it's entirely wrong if you cannot listen to other people who don't have one. Even experts or so-called specialists still have a thing or two to learn. In this case, someone who acquires a great deal of specificity about one field grows greater in expertise. But so does someone who acquires a little more knowledge about other fields. Knowing more and more about less and less seems to breed a certain kind of peculiar blindness. Knowing less and less about more and more tends to breed mutual understandings in the complexities of various human relationships. Even love itself is said to be a serious mental disease. Like drinking too many alcoholic beverages can indeed flood the brain. Compulsion or specialization in one specific area can consume the entire focus of a person's mind so much that it becomes a major problem. In fact, any addiction, according to psychologists, takes away mental focus and the humanistic abilities to see outside of our illusions. The best way to determine if people think you are a specialist, expert, or a know-it-all person is the conflict you're having just listening to them speak and then not injecting your own value judgments and criticisms. Quote, Andre Veranda Moore, the mediator. Hmm. Being less and less of some kind of know-it-all person and guru in your own relationships might possibly create the correct kinds of conditions for transforming your pure ignorance into much greater wisdom. 
In fact, the greatest victory is said to have conquered ourselves, which is extremely hard to do, including the illusions and various conflicts we've already mostly created within our own minds about other people. Now, the ignorant, intelligent person is also very cautiously aware that no information is pointless or baseless. And also that the abstract information leads directly to the concrete information. I'll say it again. The ignorant, intelligent person is also very cautiously aware that no information is pointless or baseless. And also that the abstract information leads directly to the concrete information. Yeah, the information you want to hear. Therefore, as an investigator, mediator, and open-minded person, it's highly important to be alert to abstract information in order to sift out emotional, non-specific, and sometimes misleading information. You see, the practice of mindfulness of complete worldly ignorance is strictly concerned with cultivating that much more serious self-awareness of the learned ignorant beliefs, behaviors, and one-side perceptions that we have mostly allowed ourselves to create, obviously. The little disputes, quarrels, and squabbles, and disagreements between us. We can't always quote from our experiences or a page in a college book. Therefore, we must learn to inspect that which we expect to hear from others and still have that much more patience and that much more courage to accept their input. It was Ronald Reagan who said it best, trust but verify what the specialists or experts have to say. In a nutshell, we must learn to be more open to a two-way channel of communication. I say, so why be a specialist? If it just confines your thinking into a small little itty bitty box that nobody else can get in but you. Again, thank you for joining the show. And I leave you with this quote. The best way to communicate 
is to mutually understand first and know your own true biases.